Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Good afternoon, folks, and welcome to Fifth Street Sports. I'm Frank Perez, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Oklahoma Brian. We are on Sports Byline USA Radio Network, also on American Forces Network. You can catch us on iHeartRadio, also on Facebook at Fifth Street Sports forward, Fifth Street Sports forward slash forward slash Fifth Street Sports Talk. Brian, here we are, buddy. Uh, a beautiful Tuesday afternoon in Las Vegas. We should. I think sometimes we peel off like more than DiMaggio's winning streak. Sometimes here in Vegas, we'll pull off like 60, 65 days in a row of nothing but sunshine and no wind. Beautiful day. <laughs> you realize like three quarters of the country is uh, below freezing today, right? That's like the coldest day for the rest of us uh, that we'll experience in years. Now, I'm not a Vegas homer, but there's a lot of times I'll, I'll wake up just like when I, you know, I got out this morning, I opened up my garage, it was 6.45 in the morning, 65 degrees, clear, sunny, beautiful, and say, why doesn't everybody live in Las Vegas? You know, I, 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 don't, I don't understand why not. Uh, well, uh, I guess the answer to that question will come at some point when there's not enough drinking water for you guys. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that will... At that point, you'll have the answer. No, I mean in Vegas, we're real creative. As soon as we start running out of out of out of out of water, we'll just take the blackjack down from paying three to two to six to five, and that should be able to import all the water we want. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, but 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 we but you know to recap yesterday, we had a very very decent day. Now you and you, me and Rick split on our on our triples on we we won with Baylor we lost with Texas Tech those were our rubber take the rubber band off the bankroll games we split those but then Rick crushed it in the NBA he had um the Knicks getting 12 he thought that was too many they covered we lost a quarter unit i told him don't bite on that anti golden state but he did that's our only little loser then we covered with Memphis Atlanta outright and we even covered he liked Brooklyn getting the 9 against Boston so Really, like uh, four and four and a quarter in one day, you know. So almost like a very good day for Fifth Street Sports. But guys, that was that was our intro segment. We'll be back in three minutes. This is Fifth Street Sports. Oklahoma Brian, Frank Perez, back in three.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. All right, folks, we're back. It's Fifth Street Sports. I'm Frank Perez. I'm joined with Oklahoma Brian, my co-host. We're on Sports Byline USA, iHeartRadio. We, we stream on a lot of stations, Facebook, iHeart. You can catch us on Twitter. Wow, Brian, this is a big week here in Vegas. You know, it's Super Bowl week. It's Tuesday. You can start You can start just feeling the action in the air. You know what I mean? Here, in, there's, you drive down the strip, you can almost smell cash. But... Uh, God, there's just so many wild and wacky things going on in sports. Uh, I can't even keep up with them. Yeah, there are some crazy uh, stories. The uh, I guess the story that's the most intriguing right now, because I really think it goes beyond just a uh, one day or one you know small time blurb in the news, 
you know, a lot of th- other things that you click on in, a, in the uh, typical news cycle are uh, fairly discrete events that just, you know, are an issue one day and gone the next. But this issue with Antonio Davis, I really think that the NBA is kind of at a fork in the road. I don't, and I don't know how they're going to handle it. I don't know if there is a great solution, but, you know, I, I guess you guys touched on this a little bit uh, yesterday, but the, uh, you know, the NBA is really facing a difficult decision here. I don't know if they're going to step in. If they don't step in, it's somewhat troubling. If they do step in, maybe it's a little bit heavy handed, but, you know, Antonio Davis has essentially said he's not going to resign with, uh, you know, with the Pelicans. He's trying to force the team into trading him. You know, the moment you say you're not going to re you're not going to resign with the team, you've, essentially uh, undercut any kind of uh, leverage that team has in trading you. It's very similar to uh, the Spurs situation uh, with Kyrie Leonard uh, last year and the Paul George situation the year before with uh, the Indiana Pacers. And, you know, it's it, we see it happening every year. It involves small market teams each year. Each time it looks like there might be hints of tampering involved, and you know the theme is relatively consistent. You got players that realize there's a lot more money to be made, even though the salaries actually are are the same, maybe even a little bit more for signing with your existing club. But there's in the whole scheme of things with uh, sneakers and endorsements, there's so much more money to be made by playing in a big market team. Uh, you know somehow. It looks like Antonio Davis is, is hell-bent on leaving, and you have to ask yourself, if you're the Pelicans, what do you do? Do you trade him to the Lakers? Who Clearly, that's where he wants to go. Um, or are you stubborn to make a point? Do you look for some kind of compensation from the league? Do you ask for the Lakers to be penalized? I, um, I don't know. It's such a weird uh, ethical situation. I you know, I just don't know what the uh, you know what the the precedent is in this. In your case with uh, Highlight, <laughs> did you ever have situations where um, you know guys tried to force their way out of uh, contract? I guess that you couldn't really do that in Highlight. You couldn't, uh, you know, if you were playing in one city, were, were you under contract for the the rest of the year? But I guess at the end of the year, you were a free agent. You could go from Las Vegas to. Uh, Spain to Mexico, right? There was nothing limiting you from doing that. Right, right. Uh, no, but you usually had a one or two year contract, and, and they always ran from December to you had three weeks off in December. They ran December to, to December, but um, they played a lot in Florida. You know, Florida and Bridge and Connecticut, oh, sure. Milford. There, hey, there yeah, was a lot. Yeah. No, but usually, um, if you once you signed for the year, you were you were kind of stuck. Once in a while, if you had a real good players manager, like let's say in the middle of the season, if they would have offered me to go to Tampa, I could have talked my players manager into releasing me. It wouldn't have cost me nothing. And he would have probably, because I was 17, 18, 19, he would have probably said, go to Tampa. That's, you know, more major league highlight. And uh, we want you to go there. He would have probably released me. But most of the time you were, you were kind of stuck, you know. What about trades? Were there ever trades in highlight? Could you ever just get traded in the middle of the year to another market? Yeah, every once in a while. See, there was on every roster. There was usually about forty-four players. There'd be twenty-two front quarters, twenty-two back quarters. That was the front quarter, and every once in a while, when we would have a couple of back quarters injured, uh, the players' manager would then reach out to Miami or Fort Lauderdale, 
West Palm Beach and say, you know, I really, really need some, uh, I really need some back quarters over here. I'll trade you a great front quarter. And he'd search around, and then you would get great news because if you went from, I, I played in Tijuana, Reno, and Las Vegas, and as soon as you crossed that Mississippi River to play, your salary went up twenty five percent minimum. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it 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 really did. Like we only made like. Twenty nine, thirty thousand dollars a year. As soon as you went into Miami, you were at forty five, fifty. Uh, West Palm Beach was in the forties. I remember Day- Day- Daytona was high. Bridgeport and Milford were huge. Really? What yeah. about Spain? Spain was good, but let me tell you something about Highline in Spain. Okay, I was thinking about this. Cuba was the best Highline in the world in the twenties, thirties, all the way up until Castro. Okay. Did you know that Highline was at least 75 to 80 years ahead of today's sports? Highline was the first one to have inter- interactive betting, much before Pinnacle or anybody else. See, in in the states, every every uh, on all the programs, every night all over the country, there was 12 games being played, games one through 12, and in each game, there would be eight teams, and the first team that scored seven points, you got the win. Whoever had the next amount of points, let's say you had five, and then when I got what you got to place, and then there was the show. So they were always trying to turn. It was 13 minutes between games, and it was peri mutual. So they just wanted a big turnover, just get that, you know, get the next exact Quinella. Back in Spain and Cuba, they played a thing called partidos. That means that, like, uh, the red team. Let's say there was a red and a blue team. There was a front quarter and a back quarter. They played to 35 points. Red would play blue blue to 35 points. So let's say that night they scheduled me and somebody else against two other players. And we opened up at a do- – no, remember, it's first to 35. You would lose like seven, eight pounds during these matches because they lasted two and a half hours. So let's say we opened up as a $1.25 favorite and we were red. And then so blue would be a plus $1.10. As the game started, let's say we had a 7-3 to three lead in between every point. Then they would say – Red minus a dollar sixty, blue plus a dollar forty, and they had a tennis ball that was cut in half. So you would reach up from the bleachers and say, "Give me three hundred red," and the, and then the writer would write you a ticket for three hundred, put the tennis ball back together, throw it to you. You put the three hundred in, and you throw the tennis ball back. And every huh. point, every point, like sometimes blue would take off to like a thirty to twenty-two lead, and blue would be like minus four seventy, minus four ninety. And every point it kept, you know, you could hedge every point. It kept in like interactive betting. So I thought about this. I said, Highlight was at least almost a century ahead of Pinnacle huh. in uh, interactive betting. But how much, how much juice would, would there be in, in that? Uh, well, a they, lot, sp- right? they, well uh, my father, because my father was a gambler, my father in Cuba said when, they, when it opened, there was a 15-cent line. But as the, as the thing, it would go like minus – 470 plus 370 minus 540 oh, not, plus 440. That's not bad. Yeah, no, n- not too bad. But a lot of the times was, you know, when you seen like the better team down like 25 to 17, and he would say, wow, you know, the better team is now plus 320. They would unload on him because if they, once they tied it like 31, 31, or 32, you know, then you kept hedging off. You could buy oh. back, you could buy back every point. But speaking of highlight, you know, um, here in the States, I turned pro at 17, June 3rd, 1977 in Tijuana, Mexico. There was never a time that it benefited us to not win or not play as hard as we could because you got paid per performance. Every win, place, and show, you got more money, and you always wanted to win. But And so there was never a fixed game. Everybody always thinks there was fixed games. There was never <laughs> a fixed game. Well, but That's funny because that, that's actually where I was – 
you could you I guess you read my mind. I hadn't asked you yet, but that's exactly where I was going with this Pelicans thing. At some point, the Pelicans, I believe, are 22 and 28. At some point, it might be worth their interest in just tanking. So uh, I guess that's a, I guess that's what you were thinking. Is that a uh, was that ever a strategy in the highlight to, to tank for the uh, purposes of, of actually a greater outcome? No, no, we no, we always played to win. I seen guys get so violent when they lost a point in Mexico. I was shocked. I was seventeen. A guy lost a point. He got so furious. He went and he actually it was a big backcourt. He actually ripped the toilet out of out of its foundation. Another guy threw up a five gallon glass water bottle, threw it in the air, and stood underneath it. It cracked. These guys would get violent. When we come back, I got a great story, guys. Fifth Street Sports back in three minutes. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 not too long ago it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank didn't it for a vacation or a new car but today withdrawing your own cash has become risky pat boone here for swiss america according to the secret war a new swiss america white paper I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 
800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Back on Fifth Street Sports, I'm Frank Perez, joined with Oklahoma Brian. We're on iHeartRadio. Don't miss us there, guys. We're all over the place. Sports Byline USA, American Forces. Brian, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, before we get back to American sports, let me let me tell you. You know, because you asked an interesting question: Was it ever uh, appropriate for us to like not win a game or advantageous for us to not try hard? Well, here in the states, it was not, and in every locker room, we tried. But there was one story one time and it was a very very nice story in in highlight in mexico city they also played partidos you know red against blue the first to 35 wins well there was a player there named erdosa this guy was they called him the babe ruth of highlight he was the absolute best player in the world hands down dominated mexico which was major league highlight the best in the world played there this guy was so good and so popular and famous, forget it, whenever he played, it was sold out, he would win, and he would win by 12, 15, whatever he wanted to, he was that good. He owned a lot of properties in Mexico, he was one of the most respected guys, but he was a very big, extravagant guy. Like, he would uh, phone Cuba, you know, from Mexico, he would phone Havana and say, I'm coming there with my girlfriend, and, I, and we want to watch a movie, uh, we don't want nobody else in the theater, so he'd buy every seat in the theater, fly to Cuba, Watched the movie with him and his girlfriend, nobody else in the whole theater, and then fly back. He was a real extravagant nut. Well, there was a real documented famous story one time. The player's manager, who always, you know, set the programs up, went up to him one night and said, listen, in Spanish, okay, listen, Erdosa, you're a multimillionaire. You have properties in Mexico. You're doing really good. We got a report that your dad in Andarua, Spain, is actually has to row people across the river every day for seven pesetas a day that's a shame we think it's a travesty and it's it's i mean what kind of a son are you from now on uh, we have decided that we're going to send half of your salary to your father so erdosa really calmly said that's that's not a problem okay if that's what you guys want to do well that saturday night was was the feature games he's playing and he's up 18 to 12 you remember it's best to 35 he's up 18 to 12 he walks off the court, unstraps his cesta, puts it down to players. And I said, where, where are you going? It's 18 to 12. He goes, get my father to play the other half. <laughs> said, so they put, it, they put him in jail. They banned him, took his license for three weeks and everything. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he said, yeah, why don't you get my dad to play the other half of the match now? And, 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 <laughs> and he walked out. He got put in jail, three weeks suspension. But uh, so, wow. so that's the only instance when you mentioned about, you know, the scenarios here that in highlight I've seen where a guy didn't try. But that's not really strategic uh, losing. That was more of a protest, it sounds like, huh? Yeah, that was more. He, he was the kind of ballsy guy like that. I just said, yeah. And then meanwhile, there's the crowd. It's that's 18 funny. to 12. Everybody's got hundreds of thousands of dollars bet or pesos, whatever. And uh, yeah. the match is 18 to 12 and there's no Erdosa. But no, 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 but it's not like what you were getting at is like, does, does it benefit a team to not win or try hard? That's always one of my favorite, like I'm obsessed with this concept in sports of losing in a short term for the benefit of the greater uh, good in the long. And it's, you know, it raises so many ethical questions. I've got a ton of stories 
that uh, relate to this. There's a great example during the 2012 Olympics with uh, badminton. Uh, <laughs> but actually, I'm going to save the badminton for another day. That's actually a great story. Uh, I'll tell you what. Here's a here's a great example of of losing to uh, losing for the benefit of winning. And I I don't know if Nick's around uh, there. He'll he'll probably remember the story because he's a soccer guy. I had not heard the story until recently. I was absolutely amazed as I read about this recently. So in 1994, there was a soccer game during the uh, the soccer tournament called the uh, Caribbean Cup, which is basically a bunch of uh, lesser CONCACAF teams, you know, a lot of islands, uh, you know, that make up the, the Caribbean region of CONCACAF. And at the end of the group stage, there was a, there was a game between Barbados and Grenada. And there's an interesting twist to this story. Uh, if you remember back to the 90s and early 2000s, there was a phenomenon in soccer that I, I have no idea why this became such a obsession, but people uh, became enamored with the concept of the golden goal. Do you remember the golden goal from like 20 years ago or so, 20, 25 years ago? No. Okay, the golden goal was this concept that if you scored a goal in overtime – you that was it that's the definitive goal the game is over at that moment it's it's essentially they could just call it sudden death it would have been essentially the same thing but they called it the golden goal i guess it leave it to soccer to try to make something sound a little more exciting than it is uh but the golden goal is is this case so like nowadays if we go to overtime and you score a goal on me let's say we let's say we're playing 30 minutes of overtime two 50 minute halves if you score a goal on me, say in you know, ten minutes in, I still get the rest of overtime to answer you. And if I score, say two goals in the next three minutes, I mean, we continue. We play the full thirty minutes plus stoppage time. But in this particular era in soccer, we played. We only played for golden goals. And here's the kicker in this, which makes the story so bizarre. The golden goal for this tournament they decided was going to be worth two points. Unlike a regular goal in soccer, it's like, uh, think of it as like the money ball at the NBA three-point okay. tournament, right? right. We're going to count it as two points. So uh, in this particular soccer game, uh, Barbados needs to win the game by two goals. If they win the game by two goals, they advance uh, out of the uh, group round. And the game is late in the game. We're around, like, say, the 80th minute, 81st minute, 83rd minute, etc. The game is 3-2. Uh, Barbados has to score one more goal to win by two goals. If they do that, they advance. But at some point, they start to realize they're probably not going to get this goal. And they come up with one of the most ingenious and devious strategies you'll ever see in sports. Uh, first of all, they end up kind of kicking the ball around in front of their own goal. And the team is engaged in some kind of conference trying to decide what they're going to do. After a brief amount of discussion, they kick the ball into their own net. <laughs> the game is now tied 3-3. And the logic is it would be easier to, to actually accomplish what they need to get that two-goal victory by engineering a tie, going into overtime, and then scoring the goal in overtime. So in, a, in essence, they, if they score the goal in overtime, they win by two goals because – like I said, it's a sudden death goal. The goal's worth two points. So uh, for the final seven minutes of the game, 
you have one of the most bizarre things that's ever happened in any sport. The uh, team from Grenada quickly realizes what's going on. They now realize, hey, we can't go to overtime. If we go to overtime, we could end up losing ultimately in overtime. So they realize that they're better off having either team score. They, in other words, they need the ball to go into either net, whereas Barbados, they want the tie. So for the final seven minutes of the game, you basically have <laughs> Barbados defending both goals and Grenada trying to put the ball into both goals. The ball goes into either net, and the game you know, finishes 4-3 either way. Grenada goes through. If it goes to overtime, Barbados can uh, score that golden goal. And uh, as you can imagine, it goes to overtime. Well, Barbados well, scores well, over, well, at overtime. Why, why, why didn't Grenada go back there and, and score another own goal of, of their own and keep answering own goals? Well, if Grenada had scored, they tried to. But now you've got Barbados defending both goals. They've got guys <laughs> on both ends of the field trying to uh, keep the goal ball out of both nets. Yeah, but so but but was... but what if they? Uh, oh, I see. So actually, like a Barbados guy played goalie for Grenada, right? So you've got people from Barbados at both ends of the field trying <laughs> to keep the ball out of both nets. Grenada can put the ball into either net, right? And but they're not they're not able to, and they end up scoring uh, in overtime, and they win the game, uh, win by two goals, even though they actually only, you know, uh, scored, uh, you know, three goals, let's say. They were awarded four goals in the game. And uh, it's one of the craziest things ever. And it, it, it makes you, you know, it makes you think about this whole ethical question. Is it okay in sports to try to lose in the short run? Because I would argue that if I was the Pelicans – at this point, you're going to lose Anthony Davis. You're going to trade. Maybe you trade him this year. Maybe you trade him in the offseason, but he's gone. That that ship has sailed. Uh, and you could say the same thing about the Cleveland Cavaliers, about the Phoenix Suns, about a lot of these teams, especially small market teams. Are you better off tanking because you're never going to attract uh, marquee free agents? The only way you're going to build your team is from the ground up, and that's from the draft. And the only way to get great draft picks is to lose games. So it's I think the Philadelphia 76ers have kind of proved that that, that is a, a winning game plan. But um, I don't know. What do you think? Is it, is it ethical to lose in sports for the sake of winning ultimately? Well, I would do it like this, okay? I wouldn't say that you go out there and try to miss shots and try to lose. All you need to do is just, just start your second string. And say, have yeah. at it, have at it. You're you're probably going going to lose. Guys aren't going to go out there and try to miss shots or anything. But that way, but getting back to that Barbados Grenada thing, that's the most interesting thing I've ever heard. So did Barbados actually score the golden ball in overtime? Yeah. And so their strategy yeah. paid off. Now the strategy paid off. It should yeah. have been back and forth own goal, saying, No, 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 we don't want it. You take it. No, we don't it's a, it was like a hot potato. How would you like to have had the over? You know, if they kept doing that, yeah. and and you said I'm going to go over nine and a half, and these guys are just scoring own goals at will. Actually, there was there was kind of a scenario like that in FIBA basketball that you just described, trying to go back and forth <laughs> that took place uh, years ago. But wow, wait, when we yeah. come, guy, that's interesting. When we come back, guys, it is Fifth Street Sports. It's going to be. Uh, we got a couple other things to touch on, and then we're, we got a lot of picks today. Uh, Florida Rick's coming on Fifth Street Sports back in three.
watching the game, think you know what's going to happen next? Well, it's about time you got paid for being right. Introducing WinView, the number one live TV sports prediction platform. Answer props during the game while competing against your friends and other fans, and you can win cash. Head to predictsports.tv to start playing now. And check out the weekly $10,000 Monday Night Football main event. That's predictsports.tv. Watch. Predict. Win. At predictsports.tv. Purchase five quarts of Valvoline Max Life High Mileage Motor Oil and a MicroGuard filter for the same price as Valvoline Conventional, just $26.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Extend the life of your engine with Valvoline Max Life. Plus, earn double O rewards points on this purchase. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, Now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPL plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Two very different instant replays. Instant replays during Big Game Sunday. And that instant replay you just got on your smartphone of someone encroaching in or around your home. Blink cameras are the ultimate goal line defense. They're motion activated. So when your Blink camera detects something suspicious, you get an alert on your smartphone with a video replay of what Blink saw. And now you can save 20% on all camera systems during Blink's big game sale. Blink cameras are easy to set up. They're wire-free and run on two AA lithium batteries that last up to two years. And Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home from anywhere using your Blink smartphone app. No contracts, no subscriptions, and Blink works with Alexa. So let Blink help watch your home while you're watching the big game. Save 20% on indoor and outdoor systems and add-on cameras now through Monday, February 4th, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Visit BlinkProtect.com safe. BlinkProtect.com safe. BlinkProtect.com safe. Folks, we're back. It's Fifth Street Sports. It's Oklahoma. Brian, my co-host, and myself, Frank Perez, on Sports Byline USA Radio Network, also on the American Forces Network, and don't forget iHeart. Anyways, Brian, during the break, we got, uh, oh, Rick is on. Okay, wait a second. So, Rick, you know, we got inundated because I guess Brian and I went off on a little uh, NBA and some uh, high life stuff, but we got inundated. Some Oh, Brian, okay, you're back. Listen, guys, uh, the people want a little chit-chat on some Super Bowl so I was going to give you guys a nice little treat. I I I, I stole some great info from an, an an account that I was spying on last night. This guy's off the charts. So just to give him a little bit, I'll, I'm going to throw out a couple of my little Super Bowl things that I've stolen from this account. This guy's excellent. Okay, here's a couple of his nice little props that he has. Uh, 
let's go with Goff. The first rush over three and a half yards. He, he put the yes, and he's got it a bunch of times. Uh, and he has, will there be a score in the first six and a half minutes of the game? No on that. Also, I think he's off on this one. <laughs> Rick. Oh, well, we got Rick. Okay, so we got Brian. Okay, under 12 and a half penalties. I, I don't uh, agree with that under 12 and a half penalties. I think because of the fiasco in New, in, in New Orleans, these referees might be a little bit uh, trigger happy on the flags. You might get a bunch of calls because I, I just think that they might be a little leery. You might get an extra two or three flags that they're, they're going to rather call them than not call them. You know, because they definitely do not want another New Orleans fiasco. But while I get these two guys, because we got some transmission problems, but not a problem here, guys, not on Fifth Street, because we have all of Rick's stuff. Remember yesterday, four, theoretically four, no, he gave out uh, Indiana as a quarter unit play, so we're not going to count that against him. Theoretically four, no, in the NBA yesterday. Well, here it is from Rick. All right. Rick, are you there now? Yes. Hey Frank, yeah, I'm here. And okay. I, I think I accidentally kicked Brian off before I was trying to come on, um, and I, I, I think I came in the same way as him, and I knocked him off. So hopefully he can come back on. But, good, uh, good. Yeah, I mean, I gave about to read. yeah, I, I, I gave away a couple of uh, Super Bowl things from a really sharp account. Now, if you got any, well, what did you give out? I, I, oh, okay. I, I didn't hear your Super Bowl place. What were they? Here, here it is. Um, I gave out under 12 and a half penalties, which I do not like that one. I think they're going to throw an extra couple of flags in this game because they might be a little trigger happy because of the New Orleans fiasco. So I'm not going to take that one. But this guy is uh, under one and a half yards, shortest run, uh, shortest touchdown. He put the yes. Um, let's go with another one here real quickly. No score in the first six and a half minutes of the game. They think if... New England wins a toss, they're going to defer. If the Rams win the toss, they're going to keep the ball, and there's a chance that with Goff, he could eat a couple of first downs, you're going to get there. And here's another one he had. Um, gosh, I don't even really – oh, over three and a half yards, the first rush by uh, Gurley. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no. First rushing attempt by Goff, over three and a half yards. God, I don't, I don't really like that one, but – this guy really knows what he's doing. So if you guys got a couple, throw them out there, guys. I got, yeah, I got a couple of thoughts. Um, I, okay, first thing I want to say in general, if you're new to props or you only bet props maybe one or two times a year, maybe just the Super Bowl, adopt the following mindset. Uh, when in doubt, go under on props. If uh, there is a chance between a yes and a no, Lean to the no, okay? The public wants to go over. The the square public wants to go over every uh, step of the way. They want to bet. They want to – it's just the way that people are. I don't know. People, uh, you know, uh, the squares come out. They want to bet Tom Brady's going to go over on touchdowns, over on yards. That's – and that phenomenon, by the way, has been accelerated with the the, um, increased – market share of the of the daily fantasy sports people just like rooting for their guys you know rooting for people to go over so be the contrarian go under bet no if there's a yes no problem i'm not saying across the board that's the right thing but when in doubt go no go with the no and the other thing is people get fascinated people get completely obsessed with the uh, concept 
of trying to grab great plus prices. They think that they're, you know, I don't know if they think that they're buying a lottery ticket or what, but you know, if they, uh, something that should be maybe like a one in 10, uh, uh, occurrence, people will just, they just cannot resist betting, taking plus 600 on something that really should have much greater odds. So if you're willing to, I know it sounds like a uh, leap of faith, but if you're willing to lay minus 800, minus 700, minus 900, a lot of these things like, uh, you know, will the game not go to overtime? Will there not be a fourth down converted? Although the game has changed a lot since. Uh, but that's that's the winning formula in these props. And I love the first the prop that you mentioned about no score the first five or six minutes. That's my favorite prop of the game because I totally see the game starting off very slow, just just like you said. Wow, you know, so so your concept of no and under, I've been married 31 years. That sounds like my sex life with my wife. Wait, <laughs> so wait, wait, wait till you guys are married 30 years. It's usually going to be no, and then you're going to – the under usually gets it. But anyway, <laughs> Rick, how about you? You got any any kind of – Brian, that's great strategy, by the way. That That is our, our MO here at Fifth Street. Yeah, well – what Brian was just saying about the uh, under and what, about the uh, no score in the first six and a half minutes, I am all for that. And that goes with what I said yesterday. Um, and that's that I believe this game's going to start off slow, maybe be like 3 nothing late first quarter or, or 7-3 early second quarter. And that's what I said at that point is when we should start betting uh, over in uh, in live betting uh, because the total – I believe under's right i think under's going to win but i think it'll start you know points will start coming after you know maybe late first quarter early second quarter so if you can just get through like the first 10 12 minutes at maybe three points and then go over say 47 and a half instead of 56 and a half you know that's, that's a huge nine point difference that good chance you're going to win while if you go over the 56 and a half you're probably never going to get there so um yeah, this is all correlated. I, I agree with that one 100%. And everything that I, Brian was saying, I said yesterday, and I think we've all said on the show before, always lean under in any kind of prop situation. If you're not really, don't really have an opinion, just blindly bet under and you're going to win more often than you're going to lose. So, so, so under uh, and no, right? Under and no is usually the way to go. Yeah. So the public wants to bet over and yes. So, yeah, under and no is you're always going to get value on those. Yeah. Well, Rick, yesterday, buddy, hats off to you. I mean, you actually, ha- I'm, I'm going to give you four and zero because you recommended Indiana only as a quarter unit play against Golden State, which I told you, brother, don't, don't be. You might as well just throw, throw your money. You know, just wait for a windy day and throw your cash up in the air when you walk outside. Then bet against this Golden State, because. Uh, well, that's what I said. Yeah, I, I remember I, I said, I said I know Indiana's the right side. And it was it moved a whole point point and a half in Indiana's favor. And I said, "This is the right side. It's the sharp side." Public was like eighty five percent goal state, but I was like, "I can't do it." I'm, right. I, I said, "This is the right side," but I'm not betting against them. Right. And, uh, <laughs> That's like, if, yeah, you really, you know, if you really want. To... <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, Rick, does it not remind you of Krusty the Crown betting on the Washington Generals against the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the same exact uh, same same theory. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> Krusty just was adamant about uh, betting on the, the generals. Yeah, well, that's why. What, what was his line? What, what he's like, uh, I, I thought I thought they were due. Is that what he they said? They were due, exactly, exactly. I thought they were due. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. You know, well, well, Rick. That's why we're not counting it against you. But remember, you said the Knicks were getting a little too many. That one, Brooklyn was getting a little too many. You like Memphis? You like Atlanta outright? All winners, four and zero. We split on our college. Yeah. 
And now it's yeah, uh, we, it's showtime, brother. I see you got a big. You like a lot of games today. Yeah, games. I mean, it's a big card for a Tuesday night. It's a really big card for college and NBA. As as we said last night, it was a very small card, so it makes sense that uh, there's gonna be a bunch of games tonight. So I'll, I'll get started first in the NBA, uh, where I think there's eight games or so tonight. Uh, but I had three specifically that stood out to me, and those were in order. Game number order. Game 542, Detroit getting seven and a half at home against Milwaukee. This is another game where the public is really big on Milwaukee. The line hasn't moved an inch. Uh, if anything, a few cents has moved towards the Pistons. I think the Pistons getting seven and a half at home as a home dog here against a Milwaukee team that is very, very good team. Uh, I think they still have the best record in the NBA at this point. Won't last for long, but um, I think this should be a close game. I wouldn't be that surprised for the Detroit win, but I'm not going to take money line. I'm just going to take the points here. I think seven and a half is going to give you, uh, is going to go a long way in this game, and uh, I think it's a great play. Game 542, Detroit plus seven and a half. Next is actually the next game in the rotation. Game 544, Orlando at home getting four against Oklahoma City. Orlando always plays Oklahoma City tough, especially in Orlando. Uh, this is a really tough spot for OKC after coming off that big win Sunday night against Milwaukee. Uh, expect expect Orlando to come out here, guns a blazing, and I kind of expect them to, to win this game, uh, getting plus 160, 165 in the money line. But another one where, you know, I think just taking the points, be safe, take four. You might get four and a half in a few books. So if you shop around, it's a good chance you'll find a four and a half. So Orlando is my second play. And then my last NBA play on the night is game 545, Chicago plus seven at Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, as we know, played last night. Chicago's, you know, they're they're, they're not a good team, but this, Brooklyn's playing back-to-back, traveling back home after that uh, tough loss last night in Boston. I think it's getting a lot of points against a Brooklyn team, which we know is much, much, much improved. But I think this is still, um, you know, the line's pretty high considering they're playing back-to-back. Chicago's well-rested, and uh, I expect this to be a close game. So 545 Chicago, plus six and a half is my third NBA play. And then I have a bunch of college plays. Do you guys have any? Yeah, 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 but yeah, I don't. How about well, you, Brian? Uh, just a couple of uh, thoughts. I like the Chicago play a lot. Uh, I think that's a uh, yeah. I like like Chicago. Brooklyn is in a tough spot. We all know. Uh, you know, back to back in the NBA is not so much of a tough thing, but back to back coming home that's really tough, and that's what uh, Brooklyn faces tonight. I don't disagree with the Orlando play, but I don't like the line value you're getting. I, I saw it open five and a half. It's down to four. Um, I don't know. I would have liked to have gotten a little bit better line on that. I was going to ask you about the New Orleans at Houston. Uh, how do you do? You think that the that the Antonio Davis uh, situation? I know he's injured, not playing, but do you think that this? is a negative for uh, the Pelicans, or do you think maybe this could actually end up being a positive? They realize that uh, they're all going to have a uh, increased workload, chance to score more points. So, do you think this actually could end up being a, a little bit of a, a boost for New Orleans uh, going forward? I think it could be, yeah. Um, I think sometimes when you lose that superstar player, the rest of the team, you know, the – Chemistry is is really good because they've already played together for a long time. And when you lose that one star player, the team 
you know, usually pass the ball around really well and knows where the other players are and get a lot of open shots. And I think New Orleans is still a solid team, even without Davis. They're not a playoff team, but they're not one of the bottom feeders of the NBA either. And on that point, New Orleans tonight, I think, might be worthy of a very small play. Uh, the line's okay. moved up from like 8.5 to 11. I think Chris Paul is playing. And so this is going to be his first game back after a long long uh, break because of his, uh, his injury. So usually when that superstar comes the first game back, they're, they don't really play that well together. They just don't have the same chemistry as they normally do. And uh, I think now you're, the Lions already moved two and a half points because of this Chris Paul factor. And uh, I think the Lions is way too big right now. So I'd say, uh, I, I mean, I'll add a, like a half a unit play on New Orleans tonight plus 11. All right. What do you think about playing them in the first quarter, playing New Orleans in the first quarter in the first half? That's kind of where I was getting at with that. That's one of my favorite angles is fading a team with uh, in the first quarter when a star player comes back. I like New Orleans in the first I like quarter that. tonight. I like that, Brian. Hey, Definitely guys, agree. we got to, we're going to have to take a time out, but when we come back, Rick, on the first next segment, we got two minutes and 20 seconds, and you got six college plays. So we got to go quick back in three minutes, folks. Don't miss this we got six plays from Florida Rick. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host that I can talk about all sports football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams... You're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest 
prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Mid Street Sports, folks, we're back. Uh, Andrew, you got a, a, a really quick comment before we get to Rick's NCAA? Yeah, I've got something from our YouTube live chat from Dan Kaplan. Dan says, Rick, I've noticed most of your bets fade the public. I've heard differing opinions on whether that is a predictive long-term strategy. Personally, I think it's overvalued. There you go, Rick. Um, okay, I, I don't... I. I think fading the public for the most part is, is going to be uh, profitable long run. Uh, of course, in games like the Super Bowl, where we've talked about, I don't think it really makes a difference whether the public's 80% of New England or not. But on all these games, the public usually is on the wrong side. Um, so, but it's not always the case. But yeah, a lot, a lot of the picks are, are fading the public. That is true. Okay. Now, Rick, I hope you took a double shot of espresso because you got a minute and 15 seconds and you got six hundred double okay. NC. All right. I'm not, I can't give the reasoning why I like these games. I'm just going to give them out. Ready? Game 602, South Carolina plus eight and a half against Tennessee. Game 620, Texas at home minus two against Kansas. Uh, game 617, Northwestern getting seven and a half at Maryland. Game 616, NC State getting seven and a half at home against Virginia. 632 Clemson laying nine and a half at home against Pittsburgh and game 633 Ohio State getting eight and a half at Michigan and I would love to go over each game separately but don't have the time to do it right how about you Brian throw something out there brother we're hot we're hot baby yeah I I love the uh I love the Texas uh play Uh, that actually is a big uh shading the public play as well sorry sorry uh I think it was Rick and uh, I have, I'll just throw in one other play. I like Mississippi State, little cowbell uh, plus two, I think, against Alabama. So um, those are my college plays. Rick, I'm jumping on board your Northwestern, buddy. I'm doubling down on that. And then uh, I like Texas, too. I was liking Kansas, but you guys got me so far off it. I'm endorsing Texas. Guys, great show. Thank you very much, folks. We appreciate you. Fifth Street Sports will be back tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Thanks for watching and listening. We appreciate you.